from MPB Think Radio. This is Southern Remedy for Women, the show about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Owens, and I am here with Dr. Allie Brown. I'm a specialist in maternal fetal medicine and OBGYN at UMMC, and Dr. Brown, of course, is a surgical pathologist. We are talking about, of course, what everybody's talking about. It's the new year. Happy new year, everybody. Hopefully everybody had a wonderful holiday. Um, and for those of you who didn't, hey, it is a new year, and so um, nothing but good things are surely to be in store. Um, we're talking about New Year's resolutions today. Many of us have them. Some people are not big fans of them. What do you think about them? What are you bringing into the new year, and what are you leaving? Um, we can also share some tips today that will help you be your healthiest in the upcoming year and the years to come. Uh, give us your thoughts. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And we're back. This is Southern Remedy for Women, the show all about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Owens, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Allie Brown. Good morning. Hey, good morning. (laughs) Happy New Year. Today we are talking about the New Year, New Year's resolutions. I know there are some people who are like anti-New Year's resolutions. That is awesome. Um, When we did the... the, the billboard right before um, didn't get a chance to give out the number, so really quickly we're just going to um, jump right in. Give the the number one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. For those of you who um, listen, you already know that. But for those of you who might just be joining us, welcome. Um, and that is the number. You can also, if you don't have access to a phone, um, you can send us an email to women at mpbonline.org. Um, we So for those of you who don't believe or who are not people who participate in the New Year's resolution thing, we'd love to hear from you guys, too. Um, and then there are some who go in and we do this thing every single year. Um, there are some folks, I guess, who may not have had the same resolutions. There are some who might have to just, you know, get that time to start over fresh and new. Um, But we would really like to hear what your New Year's resolutions are, um, some of the things that you've done. If you had a commitment to a New Year's resolution last year and you slayed it and you want to share and tell us about it, please give us a call. Um, Again, the number is 1-877-MPB-RING, 1-877-672-7464. And since it has been a while since Allie and I have been here together, we are going to even allow you to have a glimpse into our lives and we will share with you some of our New Year's resolutions. Um, In addition, putting on the uh, Forever Doctor hat, um, also just some healthy tips for um, the new year, which may be affirmations for those of you who may have some resolutions um, or may, for those of you who have kind of Uh, decided to kind of put off making resolutions may give you some things uh, to think about. And hey, it doesn't even have to be a resolution. At any point in time, you can make the decision to lead a healthier life or to make positive, healthy changes. Um, And so we're going to give you some some tips and some things to think about um, as we are blasting into 2019 Um, living our best lives, our best and our healthiest lives. So we'd like to hear from you. We want to know what what you guys are are doing. And look, and later on in the show, I will I might even introduce our our special guest. Got a special guest, a mystery guest. 
Um, it's kind of things funny. getting a little crazy. Anyway. I know, right? Allie's <laughs> looking exactly around. Sure. Allie's looking around like there's not another person, okay. and you didn't. Psychiatric send me that evaluation message. might be someone's New Year's resolution. Well, let me I'm introduce sure. you to my little friend. No, but um, seriously, um, special guest. I'm really excited about this guest who I've known was going to be on this sh- on this show. I'm kind of and and Jay is giving me the look from the production booth like it would be nice if you tell the producer who the special guest is, but that's okay. Um, and as a matter of fact, um, I don't know. So we came in today and there's all these like really new, awesome things um, in the studio. So it is amazing. Thank you so much for the people who are supporting MPB radio um, and public broadcasting here um, because we have had the opportunity to have some upgrades in some of our equipment. So, hey, if if I'm kind of a klutz on the phone lines, guys, I'm sorry because all of this stuff, is, I got new buttons and new gadgets. Um, but in any case, we might even get a chance to hear from from our illustrious production staff about some of the New Year's resolutions. Although when you are living such an awesome life as Jay White, you may not even need resolutions because you're just because <laughs> you're just doing doing things uh, in such a big way. But anyway, um, so, hey, <laughs> well, hey, you are Good super morning. full of positivity and positive energy. I like that so, this morning. I, you know. I'm feeling it, is, it. It is the funniest thing. Like, I will tell you so that, that and and I, I kind of allude to this, I think, sometimes whenever we start talking about the holidays. And, you know, for me, I have like these bittersweet moments, right? Um, and so I have moments where I like am overwhelmed with grief. And out of the midst of happiness and tinsel and all this, like I will just have this uncontrollable desire to like just cry for a little while. Um, and, and then it, it passes, but I recognize that grief is kind of like that. And so I give myself permission. And like I said, you know, before when we were together, I, I try to focus on positive memories. But so there's a couple of things about this, this time that really like makes me excited and and we are four days in. I do not want to lose this momentum. But like I have just really over the past four to six weeks, this is also a time for reflection for me. Right. And so um, none of us are perfect. We get some things really wrong. Um, but then there I'm always amazed at how just in little things we can really get things right. Like we can really nail it in small, small ways that mean incredible things to to other people. And so like I, during this time of the year have just been really reflective and, and, and just trying to figure out um, like what the rest of my life is going to, what's going to define the rest of my life and how I can be intentional and, and a willful participant in driving positivity in my life. And so, um, you know, it's, and which is kind of going to bring us to this whole like special guest thing that I'm going to let hang out there. Um, but one of the things that I've been just trying to think about is, um, you know, like kind of the, what's it all for is one of those questions that's just kind of been stuck in my head. And so it's like, you know, whether it's, well, you know, I want to work out more or I want to do X more, you know, what's it all for? And I just realized that like, um, being able, like the things that are, I guess the philosophical principles of that I've decided are going to be the things that kind of help to guide my life. So this has been like reflection time and, and kind of focusing on those things. And I think writing them down and, and having them for me as a thing that I can kind of go back to 
and and used to kind of energize me or to kind of refocus me when I'm not feeling great. This that's is a good. New. That's a good resolution, like journaling or writing down goals. You know, actually having a tangible uh, thing to reflect on. Absolutely. Okay. So, so we're gonna place that thought on hold and come back to it. But the whole concept of whether it's journaling, reflecting, all this. So this is kind of. So I'm telling you, it's new for me because there have been times when I've been a very passive participant in my life, and it's just I kind of feel like I've just been kind of going with the flow and a routine or yeah, whatever. I think that's common. For um, sure. But yeah, so I've got this really. This like new desire to be far more intentional. Um, And I think part of that is because I'm starting to freak out about the fact that like, I mean, I'm I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm not as young as I was yesterday. (laughs) But, um, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. So, of course not. Of course, we like to say we're timeless. So, like I said, we're going to put that thought on hold and we are going to go to the phone lines. and We're going to hear from Mary, who's calling us from Ridgeland. So, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Mary. I think I know this Mary. Hey, Allie. Yes. (laughs) We know each other. So, wait a minute. How in the world? Mary from Ridgeland. How many Marys are there in Ridgeland? And how did you know that you knew this Mary? I I wasn't just hearing her I just know Mary from my exercise classes. And she is going to talk to a lot of people. I know, like, uh, my sister, for instance, a lot of people I've been talking to, one of the things they want to focus on this new year is eating more healthy, building muscle, doing this mac- these macros, like looking at how you balance your diet out. And Mary is, uh, has been doing this for quite some time um, for herself. And she, she has like a social media avenue that people can uh, watch and she gives it, you know, tips. And So this is Mary, and- the macro guru. Is this <laughs> what is. we are? So are you Mary, the macro guru? <laughs> I am macro Mary. <laughs> macro Mary, I love it. Well, Mary, tell us about this. This is fantastic. I'm, I'm all in. Okay, well, counting macros, you were talking about um, starting the new year um, in a more intentional way. Um, Counting macros is a more intentional way of counting calories. Um, What you do, a macronutrient, there are three, and it's um, your protein, your fats, and your carbohydrates. And what you do is you determine how many calories you're going to eat a day. And then you take, um, there's an app I use. I use the Lose It app, and it's, I use the free version, and it does kind of all the calculations for you. But generally, a healthy diet is about 35% protein, 35% carbs, and about 30% fat of your daily calories. If you can um, schedule that out, block it out, plan it out for those categories, you will. Um, you can really sculpt your body. You can lose weight, of course, but you can um, really sculpt your body uh, with this intentional way of eating. Mary, you got me when you said sculpt your body. I'm all for. Look, I am all for yeah. like chiseling it down. That's like, and that's, 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 that's how Mary working, looks. That's what we're working on yeah. for 2019. We're gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm for the sculpting. Yeah, and, and well, I and I and I see Mary. You know, frequently she has a great muscle mass, and she's very lean. Um, she looks very healthy, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's something that I've, yeah, I've, oh, I exercise a lot, but I am not good about eating healthy, and so I, I know that Mary does, and she's one of the people that I kind of always think, oh, I should do that, I, sh- I sh-, because it it takes both things. So, mm-hmm. being intentional, I love how you said that, Mary, about what you eat. That's a great uh, New Year's resolution. So, and planning. Yeah. Do you you plan your meals out? Don't you, Mary? 
Yes, that yeah. is very important. Because otherwise I'm just picking stuff up and putting it in my mouth. <laughs> exactly. If you're just winging it, well, first of all, you lose track by the end of the day of really what you've consumed if you're not paying attention. And the one good thing about this app I use is I plug in my meals. And it, this app also has a great restaurant um, menu on there. Um, it has a, a way you, when you build a recipe, it'll break down for you and you can save it on your phone. Um, so the app is a great resource, to, a great tool to use when you're counting macros. But being consistent with it, and um, it is, I would say, easily close to 90% nutrition. Well, I really feel that way. I think that that is, I think that that is absolutely true. And I feel like, um, so even with physical activity and the way that you work out, like I, I was having this conversation with someone else um, last week, and this wasn't specifically about macros per se, but one of the things that we were talking about is the whole concept of how results are manifest, right? Because there are some people who, so we know that that in a natural workout process, that there is a place, even with weight loss, where you kind of plateau, and you have to switch it up, change it, change intensity, or do something different in order to continue to see results. And so there are also, so there are some people who are like, and I can remember being one of these people, which is kind of, as we're talking about this whole thing about how we're aging or moving through life, um, like the, where I worked out quite a bit. And one of the things I used to enjoy was I didn't have to worry about what I ate because I, I spent two hours in the gym. At least an hour of that was cardio and the other hour was lifting weight. So I had a good balance of weight training and cardio. Um, I wasn't a cardio, like I wasn't totally dependent on cardio because that wasn't my only activity. I also balanced it with building muscle mass. But because of that, I didn't worry so much about the diet. Now, what I realized was that when I wanted to see certain changes in my body, that sculpting that you talk about, then all of a sudden I did have to have to be mindful about what I put in my mouth, even though I was still working out, you know, so it wasn't like I had to change my workout regimen to get different results. I had to change what I was putting in my mouth. Or the proportions of the different things you're eating. Absolutely. Like, so like she was talking about yeah, protein. Absolutely. So that was kind of a, a thing. And, and the other thing that, that Mary said that I love, Mary said the free app, you are a woman after my own heart. Cause I am the queen of the free apps. Like that is, that's kind of one of my things when people are like, Oh, and this, and there's this app. And I'm like, so is it free? <laughs> So that's another good thing for those people who have decided that they were going to rein in their spending um, or that have decided to kind of think about trying to incorporate positive changes into their life without increasing financial spending. This actually is something that fits in that because it is free. So that's awesome. Um, so macros. This is so this is a thing. It's not keto. It's not any of that. It's just about the proportion of macronutrients. And wouldn't you know it, there's an app for that. So, Mary, thank you <laughs> Thanks so Thanks for calling, much. Mary. Absolutely. Awesome. Hey, listen, my Instagram account, I put um, a lot of recipes on there. I'm going to put one I made in my um, Instapot, um, French onion soup. And Ooh. I'll try to break yeah. down the macros for that. So I put some, I just, I follow a lot of different accounts and I get a lot of great information from other girls. And, and what's your I handle, to, Mary? What's your Instagram handle? It's macro.marys1. 
dot meals. All right. Guys, Macro Mary Mary may have a recipe for you. Thanks so much for sharing. And we are going to take our our next break. And we will be right back. We're talking about New Year's resolutions and all things fabulously new you coming up next on Southern Remedy for Women. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And we're back. This is Southern Remedy for Women, and we are talking about the new year because it's just awesome. New year. (laughs) New chance. Absolutely. I love being able to hit um, a restart button. Um, so I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Owens, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Allie Brown. Um, we have been, we have just jumped right in with both feet. We're talking about living our best lives. We are talking about how you can in- integrate nutrition to get you to a healthier you. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. We haven't now, so. Mary talked about um, macro Mary just called and talked to us about macronutrients and how proportions of um, macronutrients can be very um, beneficial in helping us to, you know, achieve certain yeah, results. And not just calories, but what you're body. actually Absolutely. eating. Proportions yep. of calories. Um, and, you know, just kind of, I guess, uh, some philosophical things that um, we've been able to bring into the new year. Guys, our number is one um, 672 That's one eight seven seven mpb ring If you have a New Year's resolution that you have either struggled with already four days in, hey, it's, it's a process. Um, if you are a person who is not really a big fan of resolutions and just kind of feel like you just make your lifestyle changes whenever, if you're a person who lives for the opportunity to kind of look at a new year with, um, for a fresh start, um, we'd love to hear your experiences. So please give us a call or send us an email. You can shoot us an email to women at mpbonline.org. Dr. Brown. Yes, ma'am. Are you, so I, I can't believe I'm asking this on the air because as your as a personal friend, I should probably already know this. Are you a what? New Year's resolution person or not? Like, what do you think? <clears throat> well, you know, I think about it. I don't know that I actually make one and think about it. I tend to reflect, you know, like you were talking about at, at the start of a new year on things that I need to change, maybe little habits that I have that I know are bad and or annoying, but also to reflect on positivity. Annoying. And, yeah. You? Never. <laughs> Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> the sarcasm is So that's noted. not what I'm working on in 19. Sarcasm is going to be for 20. I'm sorry. So <laughs> w- one thing, like from my personal resolution, is picking. Like I tend to pick oh, at my Oh, you cuticles. do that. Your fingers. I pick at my lips. I pick at my face. I'm a, I think it's a nervousness, kind of like extra. I have a lot of energy and it's like an energy thing. I do see you pick your finger though. Oh, all the time. And um, so th- probably every New Year's, I make, I guess, the resolution to stop picking. So... Uh, or maybe pick less. Maybe it's too dramatic. Maybe I should say, don't pick when you're in the car. You know, car picking is something that I do. So, you know, don't pick at your fingers. You know, if if I could make it a little bit more attainable instead of just saying no picking anymore forever, you know, that's huge. But maybe I can just pick 
less well, or don't not, don't pick nine out of ten fingers. Maybe just reserve one well, or think, wear gloves. I you think know? that you've just kind what of. Do? I think that you have made. So you made a, a good point, and I think there are posit- positives on both sides of that. So pickers I'm, out there, call in. I know there's. I know I'm not the only one. I see your fingers in, sometimes. This is going to turn into the picking show. Just give like me the pointers show. on no more picking. So ways to stop picking. I know ways Sit that on you your hands. can stop. I know that I know that if it was if it was a biting thing, I yeah, got that's some, nasty. Yeah, I got me. things that you can do, do that, for yeah. that. Um, but so I think that there are some. But what you said, I think, is interesting, right? So so I can see the positive side of the big bodacious, like crazy, lofty goal. Oh right, right, right. Um, but then the other piece Smart is that. Goals. But mm-hmm. but then the other thing is so so that may be the ultimate thing, right? But it's like in my mind it's kind of like this concept of climbing Mount Everest, right? So nobody just says, "Hey, I'm going to climb Mount Everest." Right, and they right. take off. But what do you do? You get to base camp, then you go to the next place. And so you take right. you don't swallow that- the apple whole, you cut it into pieces. That's right. That's it. That's it. So maybe I'll say for the next 2 weeks, I will not pick my fingers in the car. All right, so guys, um, one more time. I just want you to have the number. It's one eight seven seven M P B ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send us an email to women. Uh, yeah, at mpbonline.org. So that's sort of my friv- that's sort of my frivolous one, which isn't frivolous because I could get an infection. I mean, there's all. I mean, picking is not without. You know, you're you are um, destroying your skin barrier, which is important. It's there for a reason. But I, I do want to make sure that folks, uh, one great resolution that you can have are to make sure that all of your health screenings are in order. This is a medical show, so we should talk about this. Let me tell you, when I start seeing the grays popping out at my roots, I do make that appointment to get my hair done. But maybe for some reason, I'm less apt to make that appointment for my mammogram or for my colonoscopy. So we make excuses for things that are slightly less pleasant or um, less apparent How about for the new year, for those women in the listening audience, if you are behind on your mammogram screening, just pick up the phone today and make that appointment. Yeah. That's a good resolution to get caught up on your health screening. So gynecologist here to my left. Absolutely. Yeah. So so some people might be confused about screening because they hear all this different information, right? Join the club. (laughs) Yeah. So, so let me be the first person to apologize, um, to everyone for the whole like because it it's not as simple as it used to be and so there are so many especially with respect to breast cancer screening because it seems like almost every organization has their own recommendations and and here's the thing guys get it done getting it done is getting it done right so just the the most important thing is just that you're following some recommendations or guidelines. And the other thing that's important is if you are in a high-risk category, you need to know that you're in a high-risk category because, and we are all very special individually, but when you are in high-risk categories, the recommendations for your screening, whether it's frequency, the time at which you start, those things are different. So... If you can know your history, and I say if you can, because there are some circumstances whereby people are not able to know a lot of the intimate details of their immediate family history, 
that it's okay. That does not give you a pass. Um, all that means is that you should still be screened. You may not be able to identify yourself as a high-risk person, but you should still be screened. So screening is winning. So that's going to be one of the quotes for today. Screening is winning. Um, and don't freak out so much about getting it absolutely right with respect to, oh, well, is it what ACOG says or is it what the Radiologic Society says or is it what the Cancer Society says? Just Find a guideline or recommendation and follow it. Have that conversation with your doctor and figure out, you know, what type of screening, what schedule is best for you. So just have that conversation. Um, Giving yourself that gift is one that will pay you back a thousandfold. And for those of you who are afraid, because that, so fear is a very potent motivator. Um, and there are some folks I've had patients who've looked at me and I said, well, why haven't you gone to do X, Y, and Z? And they'll say, well, Dr. Owens, I just can't take another bit of bad news right now. Like if I go and they tell me I have X, I just don't know how I will handle it. And the other piece is having X and not knowing it greatly limits your ability to get rid of X. That's right. Just because you don't find out you have it doesn't mean you don't have it. Indeed. So get it early. Yes. It's a huge difference. That's the number one thing you can do for yourself. For any of these cancers, for high blood pressure, for diabetes, getting the news early, empowering yourself to make a change. The longer that these medical conditions go undiagnosed and unmonitored, the worse off you are in the long run. So empower yourself to just go on and do it. And, And so, you know, just a little vulnerability about your hosts. We both have family members who have been affected by cancers. Um, And those uh, diagnoses of people who were very close to us have put us in high risk categories and have led us to have um, accelerated screenings and other things um, that we um, would not have qualified for had it not been for that history. And um, so it, this is kind of one of those things that, you know, it it affects everyone. Um, knowing your risk is important and just making sure that you put it on your list of things to do and don't put it at the bottom of the list. Move it to the top. Make the appointment. Absolutely. Yeah. And and the other thing is knowing what screening is out there and and when you should be screened is really important. So first of all, pap smears. Pap smears are screening for cervical cancer, which is caused by the human papillomavirus, overwhelmingly, most of them, um, greater than 95% of them, caused by exposure to the human papillomavirus. The pap smear, ladies, gentlemen, everybody else in between, the pap smear is the screening test for cervical cancer. It is not to determine whether or not you have a sexually transmitted disease. Just because a person does a exam down there does not mean that you got a pap smear. So please make sure. I know that sounds really strange to some women, but everything that happens down there is not a pap smear. And so just make sure, ladies, that even if you are convinced that you've had a pap smear, just make sure, confirm, Um, because there are lots of times that we do exams and we're not doing pap smears. And the recommendations for pap smear screening have changed several times over the past few years. So if you are a person who has kind of laid out of the screening, 
for pap smears over a while, um, the recommendations for you may have changed. So just be mindful. Number one, when you go to get your annual visit, whatever, with whomever that is, it can be with a primary care doctor, it can be with an OBGYN specialist, regardless, confirm, hey, I think I had a pap smear. When was my last pap smear? Do you have record of my last pap smear? Was it normal? Was it not normal? Um, those are questions that you could and, and should ask your doctor um, and make sure that you are up to date on those things. And it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I heard these people talking about screening and I just want to make sure I've had women come in and say, I want you to check everything out. It's nothing wrong with going to an appointment and saying, hey, I really want to make sure that I'm up to date on my immunizations. I want to make sure that, you know, from head to toe, any of the screenings that I'm supposed to have, that I have those done. I think that's really important. So thank you for for bringing that up because, you know, that's prevention. We always talk about um, how important it is to focus on prevention um, and, and keeping yourself healthy is one of the best ways to stay healthy. So um, we are going to take our next break. Again, if you guys want to talk to us about New Year's resolutions, give us a call. That number is 1-877-672-7464, 1-877-MPB-RING. We are going to sit back here and chat it up uh, during the break to come back with some more tips and also some more things about ourselves in the upcoming segment. Uh, This is Southern Remedy for Women. We'll be right back after this. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Hi, we're back. It's Southern Remedy for Women, the show all about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. Um, you got the the two girls in the studio today, Drs. Owens and Dr. Brown, and we are talking about New Year's resolutions, um, living healthy in this wonderful new year, how awesome it is to be in 2019. Um, at this point, infinite, infinite possibilities. Um, and for those of you who are excited about hitting the restart button, please feel free to give us a call. That number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Share with us some of the things that you've decided to do. I mean, we can be your accountability partners. Um, put it out there on the air. And um, you've already made the commitment, so there's no harm in sharing. Um, and for those of you who um, are not really big... Um, New Year's resolution people, but who are incorporating healthy things into your lives, call us and share. We had um, a caller earlier who ca- uh, gave us some uh, information on nutrition. So if there are other things that you're doing that you found to be very helpful in um, living a healthier life, please call us and share it with us. Um, we'd love to be able to let the rest of our uh, listening audience also benefit from the information as well. I can't believe no pickers have called. I feel so alone. Someone give me some advice. Oh, my gosh. This is so funny. Well, somebody who picks or who has overcome picking. I need a a person who has like slayed picking. Um, <laughs> if you have whipped your picking like problem, a dragon. 
please call so that Dr. Brown can have some like method dragon. of relief. We it's so gross. I don't want to do it anymore. Well, so hopefully there's I'm sure that there is someone out there under the sound of our voices who actually has a success story. So we are sending out a specific solicitation for the the person who the is reformed picker. Exactly. The recovering pick pickaholic. Please give us a call. Um, so going back to OK, special guests. Can we do special guests? Oh, <gasps> go for it. Can we do special guests? Yeah. OK, do it. Uh, the suspense is killing everyone. I already told you the special guest. Are you going to introduce our <laughs> special guest? Yeah. Oh, you want me to introduce? Introduce the special guest. Oh, well, I'd like everyone to. It would be kind of crazy for me to introduce a special guest, well, right? The whole thing sounds crazy anyway. Oh the my gosh. special guest I'd like to introduce everyone is Mini Me Michelle Owens. Michelle Owens. Now, let me set th- set this up a little bit. She, so Mich- that's the Michelle this is my new Owens. Alter ego. The Michelle Owens of yore uh, has a lot of stuff. I, oh my I, I've gosh. been to her house, I've been in her closet. <gasps> She's got oh a lot gosh. of stuff. She's got um, a lot shoes of shoes and clothes and papers, and she is a keeper of things. I think, and we all are to some extent of Indeed. some things in general. But Michelle has felt very trapped in the past. Dr. Owens has by the things that she's keeping. Yet she still keeps them. Now she's not a hoarder. She got a. She has a very nice, clean house. <laughs> I don't want to misrepresent. You can walk <laughs> I through love it. This. She has three small children, but she has a tidy home. But she has a lot of things. I have a lot of things, and she has complained in the past to me on multiple occasions that yes. she feels a bit trapped by her things. She recognizes in the early stages, but now. Mini me Michelle Owens is here as our special guest. She for the new year <laughs> she has reflected on herself and let's hear about minimalist mini. Yes. Mini is a minimalist Michelle yeah, Owens. Yeah, I to- so so I totally coined this this alter ego of mine which is mini me. So many of you have heard about this minimalism concept or the minimalist way of life and this is again we were talking um during the break this whole concept of like the big bodacious like crazy goals. Um so so I am not going to relieve myself of all of my earthly possessions and then move into a little house that you can hitch up to the back of a trailer and just drive around the country. However, there is nothing wrong with that. And I think that that is amazing for the people who can do it. Um, However, I am, as I have read, so I watched the documentary, um, read, have read some books and I am just so like this concept of minimalism is really, um, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I like I said, this is the example I gave. I feel like the cobra in front of like with the snake charmer in front of them. I feel like this minimalist concept, this movement is really resonating with me in this concept of surrounding yourself with with things that that truly give you joy using the things that you have and for the things that you are not using to like release them. Um, and, and getting rid of excess because, you know, how many, okay, women. So she, she brought the closet thing up. She's one of the few people who's actually been in my closet, by the way. But so the closet thing, how many times have I stood in front of that closet? Allie, you've seen the closet. How many times I stood in front of that closet and said, I don't have a single thing to wear. They're clothes. They're clothes all over the closet. And I say, I don't have a single thing to wear. Um, or if there's an event or a function, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go find a dress. I don't need to find a dress. I have dresses. I can only wear one dress at a time. Now that probably doesn't mean that I, I could probably get away with having more than one dress. But, but like the concept of, of not having a system, because in, in my lifetime, I've not had a, 
a well-defined, intentional, again, this intentional thing is coming back, intentional system for for getting rid of, you know, we do spring cleaning, but how much of that is really not just cleaning or organizing, but truthfully this purging process. And so um, this is something that kind of started a little while back. And, you know, we talked about like the Marie Kondo method and all these other things ways that people can either organize like for me I think one of the things that I've found to be very liberating is getting rid of things and um, I'm not a person who really values things but I am a big sentimental person and what I found is that one of my hang-ups is assigning value to things that have no value which then makes me reluctant or hesitant to let them go because of the sentiment and realizing that sentiment, whether it is, whether it's a memory um, or what have you, like those things can be retained without you actually having to retain a thing. Um, And that's something that's been very meaningful to me and has helped me to be able to let go of things like that whole, uh, that's the, the dress I wore for my high school graduation. My husband laughed at me the other day. Don't tell me you have that. Oh, my gosh. Not the one that I wore to my high school graduation, but I have this dress that I did wear in high school, and it still fits. And my husband's like, okay, so I don't... It might be out of style. No, it's not. It's cute. But my husband's just like, you should not be wearing things that you wore in high school. High school was a very long time ago for you. Stop it. And I'm like, but it still fits, and it still looks new, and it's cute. And my husband's like, "Mm mm-mm, don't do that. So, um, So, yeah, so... So so our special guest is like this, I call her mini me, and it's short for minimalist me. And I'm so excited about her because like she is this new thing that is really being, it's like, it's a transformative kind of experience. It really is. I, and mm-hmm. I am, I am loving it. I'm loving it. I don't know how far I'm going to go, how extreme, but yeah, I'm I'm really liking this minimalist thing. And I have to say for folks who maybe have an issue with spending, so I know a lot of people make a resolution maybe to spend less money, to buy more things. It helps with that as well because when you accumulate a lot of stuff, whether it's tchotchkes or dishes or shoes or whatever, it's kind of like a drop in the bucket. You just go on your phone and you find the next thing that you want and you keep buying it mm-hmm. and the packages keep coming or you go to... Marshalls or you go, you know, whatever is your poison. And when you're very intentional about what you have, that desire goes away. Absolutely. And when you appreciate what you have. So instead of stocking that pair of shoes on the Saks Fifth Avenue website or whatever, go in your closet and appreciate the shoes. Pick up the shoes that you have. Hold them. Try them on. See how they make you feel. And appreciate those. You don't have to get that extra pair. Well, you just saved yourself some money. Absolutely. So Love what you have. So it's great for the financial piece. And But here's the thing. Some people have so much stuff that you can't love everything you got because right. you can't even see it all. That's like right. you got to be able to let go of what you don't love. Yeah. And visualize all of those things. I'm telling you, this thing for me, mini me, I love her. She's fabulous. And everybody has that item that they walk in their house and they see it and they go, oh, I, just, I still have that. I, yes. I'm not doing anything with it. Blah, blah, blah. Get rid of it today. Absolutely. Free yourself. Absolutely. If it's not bringing you joy, you need to get rid of it. Yeah, and, it, and someone yeah, else can use it. They can, or it's so beat up, just go on and recycle it or whatever. Yeah. And it's and then the other thing, like the saving four, like so. So I had some things in a saving four pile, right? The I'm saving this for something. Like 
oh, this is really nice. Um, I could sell it on eBay. That's great. But you know what? I'm not going to sell it on eBay. You know why? Because I don't really have time for that or I'm not going to I'm not making time to do that. Now, there are some people who would make time and who would do that or, oh, I'm going to take this to the consignment shop. There are people who do that and they make money doing it. And that is great. That Write is, it off on your taxes. That is not me. <laughs> I'm just I like as much as I would like to, that to be me, like many me hadn't gotten there yet. But I just I love the way that it is. So that is and it's interesting how connections with things can also kind of mirror emotional connections as well. And so it can be, you know, that you have too much stuff in your closet, but you can also have too much stuff, emotional stuff. That, and and so there I was listening to a podcast and, and the person who did the podcast, which is one of my new faves, um, was talking about becoming a soul minimalist. Cause, so again, I, this minimal thing for me is like a lifestyle change. And and so it's just like, it's the same way. You get accustomed to, so you have a new event, so you go get the new dress, right? But you don't say, well, this is the dress from the wedding that I was in five years ago, and I hadn't gotten rid of that yet. So there's a process for accumulation, but there's not always a compensatory process for letting go of things. And so just like you can do that with with physical items, you can also do that emotionally. And so at some point, you've got to be able to release things to your soul. So one of the things that I think um, is is helpful, and, and I realized this a long time ago, but I don't think that I realized it early enough like if I look back on my life and say "Ooh, I wish I had gotten that lesson 10 years earlier it would be about like forgiveness and and about letting go of like anything that is negative or negatively directed toward another person whether that is oh I'm not really messing with them because they hurt me or whatever like that thing that you allow to keep you from being your best self that hinders your interaction with another person, being able to let that go to truly experience and practice forgiveness, I think is another thing that is also very freeing. So it's again, that's the soul minimalist thing, right? The stuff that we're dragging around that has really, it only hurts you. It's Honestly, true. The, that other person doesn't even know you're doing that. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So it's just and I don't know. And if there's anybody who's out there, by the way, who's like who has taken on a minimalist lifestyle or who practices minimalism or, hey, if you're struggling with your stuff, you can give us a call, too, because we'd love to hear from you. Many me is loving to hear from you right about now. That number is one eight seven seven Again, MPB ring one eight seven seven six seven. Two seven four six four, or you can send us an email to women at mpbonline.org New Year's resolutions whether you have some want some, need some things that you've done to stay healthy if you are a minimalist living a minimalist, successfully incorporating some of the concepts of minimalism love to hear from you right after this break, it'll probably be the last break of our hour um, but we would love to hear from you so definitely feel free to give us a call and we will be right back after this This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And we're back at Southern Remedy for Women, the show about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Owens, here with my co-host, Dr. Allie Brown, and we, gosh, we've covered quite a bit of distance. We've been talking about... I'm exhausted. Are you really? No. <laughs> but I haven't really been picking. Um, so, yeah, so we're talking about New Year's resolutions. Um, we're talking about living a minimalist life. We're talking about um, being healthy in the new year and in the years to come. Um, we've had a few uh, tips and pointers um, and kind of talked about, we even had a, the special guest. You guys got to meet my alter ego. So that's kind of cool. We had um, Mini Me Michelle and Minnie Macro Me. Mary. Macro Mary and Mini Me Michelle. See, there's a lot of alliteration going on there. Totally. Yeah. So, um, but if you if your name does not begin with an M, or if you don't have a nice little moniker, you can still call because um, we're still taking your calls here. The number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. That's one eight seven seven MPB ring. Um, you can send us an email to women at mpbonline.org. We talked about screening tests um, a little bit earlier and so please make sure if you're screening is winning so that's the thought for today screening is winning um, and I think we have someone on the phone line let's go to Linda who's calling us from Port Gibson good Aww. morning Linda hey Linda happy new year we hadn't heard from happy you in a while new- we missed you oh. how are you I'm okay well good yeah you got a comment or question comment uh, I have never had a New Year's resolution, and uh, I don't see the, the need for having one. Mm-hmm. Can you comment on that? Well, no, actually, I, I think that's awesome. So what I will do, Linda, is I want to ask you a question. Um, you sure. said you've never had one. What has been the reason that you um, haven't really done it? That's Because when we said that earlier, I was hoping that someone who wasn't a New Year's resolution person would call in and kind of... Oh, and she and says share. she don't see the need for it. Yeah. Like, so what do you just decide when you want to do something different or hit your reset button, you hit it at any day, right? Right. And my reason for uh, saying I don't keep resolutions mm-hmm. is because most of the people on my job and other places who say I'm going to lose 50 pounds, that's my New Year's resolution. And then they don't. They just say it. And another thing, uh, some people make resolutions to go to the gym. They only go to the gym for two or three times. And uh, that's it. I mean, they get sad because their resolution has not been accomplished. Right. I see what you mean. I mean, I think that makes perfect sense. I think there's something to be said for not taking yourself too seriously and recognizing that we are all imperfect human beings. And despite our best efforts that we may not always reach our goals. Um, And, and, you know, I think for some people it's just kind of like a ceremonious thing just because the new year is like kind of an opportunity. But I, I hear you on the whole concept of, you know, if there's something that you see that you need to do or want to do for your life, you don't have to wait for the new year to do it. You don't have to create a resolution per se. Um, But I think that it is important for people to demonstrate a commitment to themselves to do things that they feel 
are in their best interest or that they feel like are going to help to make them better human beings, healthier human beings. And and so, you They're know, good intentions. Absolutely. And like the first one you mentioned, Linda, the losing 50 pounds, you know, we know human behavior or how 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 human psychology works. It's much better to say I'm going to lose 2 pounds this month. Well, it's harder saying, to this lose- year I'm going to lose 50 pounds. But the truth you is want to set attainable goals that are at shorter intervals. So maybe giving people advice on, well, how are you going to accomplish that 50 pound weight loss? Having Hello? a smaller plan, you know. Yeah. Hello? Yes, hey, ma'am. Linda. Yes. Uh, the quickest way they can lose uh, 50 pounds uh, is slim fast. And they lose all of that weight and gain back even more. Oh. Well, I think I think that, um, you know, they're so losing weight is hardly ever as easy as it is to gain. Oh, um, it's hardly ever as easy. And most of the time it's not as fun. Um, and so that is a challenge. And, you know, here in Mississippi, we are amongst the highest in obesity rates and complications as a result of that. So I think that that's probably a challenge for everybody. But I think the other piece is, like I said, don't take yourself too seriously. Cut yourself a little bit of slack, but maintain the commitment to yourself to do the things that you feel like um, put you in an, in the position to to be your best self and to be healthy. And sometimes, you know, 50 pounds is kind of lost one pound at a time, you know. But thanks so much for that. I'm so glad that you called and it's good to hear from you in the new year. I was actually okay. just thinking that I hadn't heard from Linda from Port Gibson awesome. in a while. So good, Linda. Great. Thanks. So anyway, you hear that music, so that means that it is time for us to go. Thanks so much for listening and for um, sharing your ideas and thoughts with us. Um, again, I'm Dr. Michelle Owens, and this is Allie Brown. Hey, who are you? Today's Southern Remedy was produced and engineered by Jay White, who is also the call screener who helped keeping me from messing up the phone lines. Um, <laughs> thanks for being with us. Join us next Friday at 11 for Southern Remedy for Women. NPR's Here and Now is next on MPB Think Radio.